0: Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Been There, Drank That. Very special guest today, personal friend of mine, Jamie Morgan. Thank you very much for joining the show.
1: Absolutely, man. Thanks for having me. This is a great setup you got here.
0: Yeah, yeah. Very, very nice. Before we get into it too deep, just want to say that me and Jamie are pounding some uh, Ruse beers tonight. Shout out to them. Shout out to Making Ruse. some pretty delicious, hazy IPAs we got going on.
1: Mm. I know. We both went and dived in for the hazy. I like it.
0: You really can't go wrong on a summer night like the night.
1: No. Perfect. Yeah. I like this glass, too, man. They call this the IPA glass, right? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah.
0: That's one of the IPA glasses. They're, they're getting pretty crazy.
1: Dude, they're doing it right.
0: All right. So jumping into it, Jamie, where did you grow up? Where were you from?
1: I grew up in uh, in Selwood, Portland, Oregon. It's almost like... Uh, If you know Portland, Selwood is almost its own little town, Um, it's kind of tucked in right there on the Willamette River next to Oaks Park. The best place you could possibly ask to grow up. Um, I was born in Tacoma and then moved down to Portland um, when I was two. So I say I'm from Portland. Yeah, I mean technically just, yeah. I'm from Tacoma but yeah.
0: I mean you were just born in Tacoma you're more from Portland in
1: that in that point. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But uh yeah man I I grew up in uh the good old fashioned Selwood. It's it's funny cuz back in the day uh before Portland had this you know, you can't buy a house in inner city Portland for under, you know, 500k. Yeah. Um back then Selwood was just working class neighborhood, you know what I mean? Just a lot of blue collar people. Blue collar like uh, the neighbors were mail mailmen and uh, and like dental assistants. You yeah. know what I mean? Just blue blue collar, just regular people and now it's like lawyer, 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 doctor, doctor, doctor. So Yeah, Sellwood's really taking off too with the the Portland expansion. It is, it is, and it's just like I wish I could buy a house there, but That dream sailing a little bit because just like we were talking about before it's like what i do get a two bedroom one bath 800 square feet you know Mm, try to put the kids in there not gonna happen be a little tough be a little tough so uh, why did your family make the move to uh selwood dude honestly that's a good jump into the story is um so my mom had me with my real dad who is uh like the world's most giant piece of shit ever i've never met him Um, which is probably a good thing. Um, and so I was born in Tacoma and the neighborhood we lived in was like this. It's, it's the next level before trailer park. You know what I mean? Little like step up from trailer park. It's just a tiny step up from trailer park where it's like the homes are like 700 square feet, like half of them are trailers, half of them aren't. Um, and my, my. Excuse me. My real dad was just like classic, like woman beater, like abusive to my yeah. mom, drug addict, like piece of crap. And 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 my mom was is, is is and was a pretty bad alcoholic and drug user too. So it's like that's what I there's boom born into that you know like right away. Were uh, they they pretty young when they had you? 24 so okay. back in the day, I don't know if it was young, but yeah. like now it's like damn 24. It's like yeah. you just got out of college, you know Yeah, you Got to start your life at 24 now and that's a little <sighs> early to be having kids totally yeah. totally so Yeah, man that I, I was born uh, born there and the reason we moved is my mom finally got the guts to to just leave in the middle of the night one night like, it's like my, one of my very first memories is like. Really? You remember this? Like I Like dude, two years old? I remember two things from two years old. It was one, I got up in the middle of the night to get some juice out of the fridge. And I spilled it on the ground. I remember, and my real dad, this is the only memory I have of him. He comes out and he's just fuming. Like. Yeah. Screaming at a. A two-year-old man just like fucking just spilling juice ripping me a new yeah, one for spilling tough. juice you know what i mean and then i think honestly it was like probably a week after that my mom um, my aunt tells the story the best i wish she was here to tell it. but in the all day long he's at work he, she my mom was out on the front lawn packing packing we had this old uh blue f-150 like a 1977 piece of shit blue f-150 yeah. we're just packing and it, packing it, loading it and my mom kept on coming outside and like checking if he was like down the street or his buddies had called him and then dude we just left and drove yeah. down to portland
0: and it was it uh just you or did you have any siblings
1: no i'm an only child so only it's child. just me and my mom yeah cruising down i-5 just like I don't know. I try to put my heart's pounding just thinking about like what was going through her mind, you know.
0: Yeah, that's that's like straight out of a movie that scene. Yeah, and yeah.
1: it's like I I have almost have a two year old right now. Yeah, and it's like, damn, dude, what that? He just giving him his blankie and yeah. and some snacks and say we're heading out. Like, whoa.
0: And was was there a reason that your mama chose to stop at
1: Selwood? That's a good, great question, man. Perfect. Uh, so. The guy who I call my dad, they had been chatting with each other. My mom worked at AT&T for 18 years. And she okay. started super young. She started there when she was 17. And my my dad, uh, who I call, not my real dad, but- You call him dad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, and oh, what I've learned over the years is dad doesn't have shit to do with blood. It has yeah. to do with love, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And so, um, they had been chatting for a while and like getting to know each other. And like, he was like, Hey, like, let's, let's, we, I got to get you out of this situation. Yeah. Like, come, like, come to my house. You guys can stay here. And I don't, I don't really, I never actually asked them if that was like a dating thing, but I'm assuming I re- and here's another, the other memory. I remember getting to that house and I had to sleep on this really tall bed. Yeah, and, my, and I was like, "Dude, what the hell is going on?" Like this bed super high, and like I don't know where I'm don't at. Don't know where you are, yeah. And so, yeah, that's that's what that's what prompted us to to move to Selwood. and um, so my dad still lives in that house today. Yeah, uh, really. Yeah, yeah. He lives right down the street from his parents too. My, uh, his mom and dad have been lived in Sellwood for a hundred years. It's real sweet. Yeah,
0: that's a long time. It is. It it's, is. So you call this guy dad? Is, is him and your mom like together or they're not? Were they?
1: They they were together. So they did like I did start a relationship. And the coolest thing was is like my life started off like chaos, utter chaos, and then this just bliss period happened from two to like eight. I just had the dream life, man. I yeah. had a mom. I had a, a, a dad who was, like, into sports. Yeah. He taught me everything I know, like, how to put deodorant on, <laughs> how to brush my teeth, like, all the man yeah. stuff. That, Did like, you have
0: to play catch?
1: Teeth, we were playing catch, like, the day I got there. Yeah. You know what I mean? That was, like, and um, he just, he fucking, he had two, he had two daughters. And he's, oh. he's a little bit older than my mom. He's 10 years older than my mom. So he, when I get there... Um, he has two, two older daughters. You know mm-hmm. what I mean. And he had split up with his previous wife, and so, you know, he's like eligible bachelor. And then he's like had daughters, and then he gets this son who's got like the golden ad. You know, just happy running around. And yeah, so it was it was awesome, man. It was really cool. So two to eight, perfect childhood. Eight okay. hits. Where's that go from there? So eight hits and you can see that it's starting to get serious between them it's about to be marriage but during this whole thing and then
0: you've been living there for that whole six years that whole six years
1: man and i and when you say it's it's called it's selwood man it was little league baseball yeah you know just the classic 90s childhood everybody's hanging out with everybody block parties but during this whole time my mom went from party girl too domesticated yeah. if, you, if you will say you yeah. know and so in my mind what i see in that is like i don't think she was ready for for married settle down and done yeah so during this whole time you know she's she's going to the bar every night but what she says is and this is kind of the, the story of, like, the underlying story of my mom's alcoholism. It's like, she tells me... I'm like, hey, mom, where are you going? You know, the, the, uh, the Blazer game's on. Like, yeah. she loves the Blazers. And she's like, oh, I'm going for a walk, honey. My stomach's upset. What that means is she goes and takes her water bottle full of wine and walks to the bar. You know what I mean? And, and then plays pool yeah. for two hours and comes back. And during... And so... My, my dad's kind of a big pothead but he's like one of those super responsible potheads that yeah, like the good potheads. the good pothead. the good potheads and so it just it, that started happening and you could see it unfolding a little bit and then they split up um, when I was like eight I think it was first grade oh, okay. first or second grade okay so they split up and we move like literally four blocks down the street just you and your mom just me and my mom and then so i'm not even really comprehensive like i don't under or uh whatever the fuck the word is my bad um, <laughs> i'm not really uh yeah. understanding comprehending? Com- comprehending there we yeah, go comprehend- there we go the hazy's hitting here we go. <laughs> uh comprehending what's going on um and then she starts to go back into kind of party girl life. Yeah. There's like guys coming over all the time. I remember like three dudes from like this random rugby team spending the night. Like just random shit, you know? Yeah. And uh, and then I'm doing the whole splitting houses. Okay. And going so you back and you're going
0: back and seeing your dad still yeah, this time? Yeah,
1: exactly. So. Yeah. And at that time, it's just all good I think any time like a divorce happens or a split happens yeah. during that time, nobody knows what the hell's going on. Like, no. You can't understand that. And especially when you're
0: that age too, you don't really understand that and you can't really get a full grasp on that at that age either.
1: Not at all. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. So you're going back and forth to houses. Did that ever stop? Is there a, a point where you stopped going and seeing your
1: your Damn. dad? Dude, you uh, you have a good intuition on things, man. This is scary. You're Thanks, man. I, uh, I I appreciate it. It's crazy because that's one of the weirder parts of this story. Is um, we'll just do a little fast forward. Um, I'm staying my mom. We had moved again in Selwood. Okay, so you're still in months, Selwood. Still, and I'm, I'm I'm about in fourth grade, and tons of friends. You're in that fourth grade. Uh, what is that? Like ten, maybe eleven. Yeah, 10, 11. Well, I'm starting to think girls are super cute. You know what I mean. And I'm yeah. starting to like, like, talk to girls. And you're do, playing sports probably too. And playing sports. You look like a pretty athletic
0: guy. So you're probably you know the stud of a couple teams.
1: You know it's. And here's the funny thing. The cool part about the weird part is in Selwood, I was kind of like the lower class athlete because all my friends were a grade up. Okay. So I'd always play with, when I was 10, I'd play with 11, 12 year olds, Yeah. not understanding that I'm younger, that it means anything. I was just like, oh man, I'm just okay at basketball. Yeah. I'm just okay at baseball. And these guys are really good, you know? But, um, the house we were living in, it was so, it was the weirdest situation I think ever. My mom basically moved us into a party house. We had... And you're, like, 10 at this time? And I'm at 10. And, like, it was the weirdest scenario. There's two bedrooms on the top floor. And my bedroom is, like, right next to this, like, super ghetto bathroom. And there's a gay guy that was my mom's hairdresser that lives in the basement. And then there was a massive, like, pool table with, like, mirrors and for doing cocaine on. And, like, in the basement... And then my mom had recently started dating this guy and like he lived there and they would just like chain smoke in the living room next to my room all day long. Like it was just, it was at that time period when cigarettes hadn't, like it, some Dude. people were still smoking in yeah, the house. Yeah, they were
0: still kind of cool too. Yeah. yeah. And there was still a lot of bars.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And so like that's all going on and I'm just like, now I'm starting to realize like this is this is weird, man. Like I yeah. had, I'm eating like cup of noodles like every, every day. day. Yeah. It was just like chicken nuggets and cup of noodles. Like the worst diet you can ever imagine. But I'm still having a blast because during all this like weird party girl from my mom, she's just got this over over like loving self and she you you I can I know she loves me more than anything. Yeah. So it's weird, because you're like, what the hell are we doing, Mom? Oh, but Mom, like, I get my mom hugs, and she loves me kind of thing, so.
0: Yeah. Um, so, just to clarify, you're yeah. living in, like, this party house with your mom's hairdresser in the basement, and is she living with her boyfriend, too, at the time She's living
1: with the boyfriend now, and too. It, so, it's the, like, four of you in that house? It's the four of us in that house, and there's, like... I didn't even understand because when you're 11, it's like there's like random dudes like coming into my backyard to go down to the basement. Mm. You know, and I'm like, he's kind of weird. Yeah, he looks a little sketchy. And he's little like, what, what's he doing? Yeah. You know, and I remember when uh, everybody would like leave the house, I would like go down into his room to just like do some snooping. And I was like finding like weird shit. And I was just like, OK, I'm out of here. Like and my mom. Yeah. It's like, do not go into Robert's room. Like, yeah. do not go down there. And I was like, okay. She's. Like, and then
0: you want to go down there, obviously. When you're you're ten and eleven, you're told not to do something. It's
1: like, totally. I, I got to
0: investigate that. I well I now I have to, to go. Yeah, now yeah, I mean, you wouldn't have said anything. We'd be
1: fine. But, exactly. Yeah. Or, yeah. And so that was kind of weird. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I moved to Beaverton. Okay. My mom just one day. I get home from school and she just says we're moving to Beaverton. And it's the last day of 4th grade and my heart just goes sinks. Yeah, to the fucking ground. Like I was like I was literally came home with my two buddies. Yeah. Ready for summer, man. Ready for whatever shenanigans we we're going to get into and it just hits with uh we're moving to Beaverton. Where the, I'm like where's Beaverton? Yeah, you don't
0: you know? And that's what t- probably twenty miles away.
1: Twenty miles away. Yeah, right. Probably right on the dot. Twenty miles away, and then, so I'm just like, okay, we're moving to Beaverton. And then she says the only thing you could possibly say in that situation to get a ten year old kid pumped is they have a, the apartments have a pool. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right in the summertime. Game like, on. So you're you're excited about that. Yeah. And then this is like end of, end of fourth grade. Mm-hmm. You move to Beaverton to an apartment. Why, why does your mom make that move? do you, do you know why she uh, decided to do the move?
1: Her boyfriend at the time her long this is a long time boyfriend we'll we'll get into his uh, story too a little bit but he um, he lived in Forest Grove and I guess this was kind of like the middle ground. I have no honestly looking back. I have so no this idea. is a new boyfriend than the party house boyfriend. Same actual same boyfriend. Okay. But they were getting serious and they were kind of trying. I think they were trying to get a little more serious, take it more serious, and get out of that like party house. Yeah. Looking back on it, it's like, oh, I see. You guys were trying to make this thing legit. You guys were yeah. trying to like fall in love and get get a place together and get out of that lifestyle. Yeah.
0: Go a little more domestic, as you said earlier. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah and so we moved out to beaverton and it was like the best thing that ever happened to me it was i show up the first day i'm there like we have a pool there's like kids everywhere yeah and it's just this it's a spot in beaverton off farmington road anybody who knows it's like farmington and like 158 and it's just like apartment complexes for miles yeah it's just mecca of apartment complexes Greensboro, like all these different apartment and they all have their own pools. Yeah. And then there's
0: obviously all these kids and y- y- that's seven, you know,
1: skateboarding, bike riding, rollerblading. I mean, we yeah. were doing w- whatever was cool at that time. We were all doing it. Yeah. you. Were.
0: And then how long do you guys live in Beaverton?
1: We lived in Beaverton, um, for, for a long time. Um, and then I was going to go back to when you said, so during this, during the move to Beaverton, right now, yeah. pops has got to come all the way out to Beaverton to pick me up, and he's on the weekends.
0: Even though like him and your mom split up, um, and they were never married, he mm-hmm. still is picking you up. Like this, he's is, still dad.
1: This is like six years later. This is like six years later, and he's still you know because I only stopped, uh, they only stopped dating two years prior to that, right? Yeah. When I was like eight, so he's still dad he's still coming to all my baseball games but there's there's this strain on it there's the traffic back and forth on yeah. 26
0: yeah that's not easy
1: and i'm making all these new friends right and yeah. and you're making these friends at 11 and 12 where your friends are everything yeah you know of course I mean? yeah yeah
0: when you're that young
1: and there's girls, and, and there's, like, you know what I mean? And they're you're, pretty now? The and coo- they're the cooties, really pretty. The cooties went away? The cooties are gone, and, like, you're fully into it. And I started missing. I started missing weekends. I'd say, hey, Dad, uh, hey, Dad, there's, like, this cool soccer thing that I want to do.
0: Yeah, with your buddies. So you were seeing him on the weekends before.
1: Exactly. And then when you know when you're in fifth or sixth grade – your weekends are like are your life man that's where all the things go down you know what i mean that's you know during school is cool but then the weekends were when all the friends were getting together and all the girls were going to come over this way and stuff and i started this is the thing that breaks heart. it's one of the the crappiest decisions like i ever made is i i didn't i told my mom like after the fourth or fifth time i didn't I was so into my friends. I said, I don't really want to go. I don't really want to go to to Tom's house anymore. Yeah. And she, at first, like, to her, to her like, to her credit, she was like, are you sure? Yeah. Like, are it's you a big kidding change, me? Yeah. And then later on, she told me, is he, is he, like, she thought, is he touching you weird or something? I'm yeah. like, no, 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 no. no not that. I just got friends. And I just stuff got friends to do. now and stuff to do. Yeah. When you're 12 you don't understand what kind of impact that's going to make on a human being yeah no not at all especially like a loving guy that's like had me since i was two years old you know it's like tate yeah. my son tate right now imagine that's your like all of a sudden somebody drop drops, drops him
0: on your door yeah
1: and that's your kid and yeah. you love him just like you love uh, uh, your own blood and so heart like he's heartbroken man and he's calling me every day and i had no coping skills of like what these emotions are i'm feeling so fucking guilty like the biggest piece of shit. In the at world. this age at this yeah. age at 12 yeah. thinking i'm the biggest piece of crap in the world but then my mom is kind of like excited because that's a little, you know, it's, a, yeah, it's, it's a, a little stress off her plate, a little bit, Yeah, you
0: know? I mean, an ex-boyfriend, yeah. You, an
1: ex-boyfriend, she doesn't have to go pick up with her new boyfriend anymore and have that kind of yeah. awkward thing going on. And so, I just stopped seeing him. And? Just cold turkey, stopped seeing him. He called me on my birthday some some years, but it was just like, cold turkey, stopped seeing him.
0: for For a long time, then? For a
1: long time. A long, long time, and then you know, high, we get into high school and I'm playing sports and stuff. And what happens to the boyfriend is he starts doing like meth.
0: Oh, your mom's boyfriend, mom's or the, boyfriend. the new one that she'd been with for a while, yeah. And um, are they, they living together at this They're point? They're living together, and we had moved... Are you guys in Beaverton still, or...? We're
1: still in Beaverton. We had moved to another, uh, like, a townhouse kind of thing. Okay. With, like, a... It was pretty nice little townhouse. Cool little spot. Yeah. In Aloha, and it's kind of like Beaverton, Aloha area, but... But he starts doing, like, pretty bad drugs. Yeah. And, and it's just not going... Not going well for him, and, like my mom's getting worse and stuff and like like worse but I would, she's on the drugs too um I never really knew if she was or not and I just always tell the story of like I just hope she she wasn't you yeah know you I mean? kind
0: of just just hoping to assume give her the benefit of the doubt there yeah totally
1: yeah. totally
0: but uh and then so he's on the drugs what yeah. year is this for you are you in high school at this point
1: yeah he starts I'm probably a freshman in high school and they've, um, they've been together, what, a
0: few years now?
1: Yeah, probably at that time. It sounds time. like you were in fourth grade. Exactly. So five or six years, and they're serious. Like, he proposed to her on Christmas, you oh, know, wow. and he was he was a fun dude. He was, like, he was, like, a happy-go-lucky guy, but for a long time, my mom made really good money. Really, really good money. Yeah. What was your mom
0: doing? I, I meant to ask that earlier yeah. because it's like you know she's partying all the time. Like I, it sounds like she didn't really even work from part of your story. But what's she doing?
1: She so at the time she has is was an AT and T salesperson for a long time, and then she started working for a company called Quest, okay. which I think got bought out by CenturyLink. Link. Yeah, because um, it was
0: it wasn't the Seahawks stadium exactly, it used to be Quest and baby. now Century Link. Yeah.
1: Century Link Quest. Yeah. Quest was good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, she was working for them for a long time, making great money. But the thing was he, the boyfriend would sit at home all day, smoke weed and like play my, my N64. (laughs) Like he just, he didn't have a job. No, he didn't have a job forever. For the longest time. He'd just sit at home, smoke weed, go fishing and golf. And I look at that now and I'm kind of like, damn dude, that sounds, that sounds like life. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds
0: like a good time, but. Probably not when you were his age, you probably should be doing stuff to set yourself up for that
1: age when you can retire. Exactly. Yeah. And so I had this, I had the classic growing up, I had the classic, like, God, this piece of shit, just sitting here taking advantage of my mom. Yeah. You know, and like, how are we still in, like, we're still in this tiny apartment, you know, at at the time, it was like, and you're just sitting there smoking weed and playing video games all day. I was like, this is, this is so lame, you know, like you suck, kind of. Yeah. And I we, think that's fair though
0: I mean if he's not I mean working yeah,
1: yeah totally Yeah. totally and so yeah man and then we moved we moved so we moved into the townhouse and he actually started he started cooking uh, meth in in the garage he started cooking it not just not just doing it he started cooking and it he started cooking it in the garage and he started like he got really depressed for a little bit um because he, here's another crappy part too of the whole like. Even though my childhood was totally awesome, that's the sucky part is we're talking about all the negative things. Mm-hmm. actually the there was this whole time I'm playing sports and making you, memories. And,
0: you're killing it. You have a good good friend group. You're loving the Beaverton friends you made for at the, sure. The pool parties and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like
1: life is awesome, but then at home it's like. Sports are awesome, school's going awesome, and I have all these, like, coaches that are, like, my male role models that, yeah. like, pretty much took the role as dad for a long time. Or like, yeah. these super great coaches. And when I was growing up, everybody, like, there was always, like, this underlying feel bad for me yeah, kind of thing going on that I never realized until I got older. But, like, all the parents would always, like buy me food or like yeah. buy me extra stuff or like for so long my mom worked three jobs your mom was working three jobs before the so in the morning she would go she would take okay we don't have a car during this time either you don't have a car while you're living in this we town we don't have just... a car so we have no car my mom wakes up at, at like 4:30 a.m. and gets on the bus to go work at Costco bakery like, lifting, like, 30, 40 pounds, like, big old, my mom is, like, Jesus. a rail, and she's the strongest woman I've yeah. ever seen.
0: So she's probably, you probably got your muscles from her then? Absolutely. Those big arms? That's yeah, a, yeah <laughs>
1: she's a beast, man. Like, she always says, she still says she can kick my ass, like, in a, <laughs> in a wrestling tournament. But, um, so she'd wake up at 4.30, she'd go to the Costco bakery, then she would head over to the Quest job. Quest job gets off at five. Well, what's open till ten uh, ten p.m. eleven p.m. in Beaverton back in the day? GI Joe's. So she gets on the max from downtown Portland and goes to her GI Joe's job. From, I mean, what is GI Joe's? I just so, know the action figures. GI Joe, I love this. So GI Joe's, it was like the sports wear, uh, fishing, hunting. So like snow Cabela's. It was Cabela's but like a little bit sportier. Like a okay. little bit more basketball, Adidas, but still with the Cabela stuff. Okay. It was I, the I, best I, place ever.
0: So like Cabela's and like sports authority kinda. Yeah. Just mixed right or together. Dick Sporting Goods, I bet that one's better than sports. Literally Dick Sporting Goods. Yeah. Like, okay.
1: Dick's Sporting Goods probably stole that model from G.I. Joe, yeah. you know, honestly. Yeah. And I didn't know that was a thing. G.I.,
0: I'd never heard of that. But okay, so she's working there.
1: Yeah. And she's like in the shoe, the shoe sales department, killing it too. Like, like you know, she's always like competing for in her jobs, like to be. She always, if she's gonna do something, she, in a job, she did it really well. That's like my respect for her. And this is all while after work, coming home at ten thirty and killing a bottle of wine every night. Every night. I don't. Know, I can't
0: even go to work after like three glasses of wine and just one job.
1: I literally do not know how it's done. Yeah. I, I, I can't it's unbelievable and then that's not even on the weekends on the weekends. She'd have a Half gallon of vodka and she'd almost kill the whole thing by the end of the weekend
0: I don't even think I drink a half gallon of water. A I'm day. getting
1: sick. Just thinking about it. Yeah
0: that's, and this is all during the time you're a freshman in high school and or freshman sophomore and Your uh, mom's boyfriend's cooking meth in the garage while she's working three jobs. Yep. Yeah. How how do you... you, Did you find out later that he was cooking meth, or did you figure that out in high school? Because I feel like a freshman in high school, I didn't know what the hell meth was. It's a good point.
1: It's a good point. So he, he almost lit our house on fire. Yeah. And so I come home from school, and there's like two fire trucks and like an ambulance outside the townhouse. And I'm like, what the fuck's going is on? This like, your is this freshman mom year still? Okay? Yeah, this is freshman. Okay. And freshman sophomore, we a lot of we could, we got wild a podcasts about that. <laughs> oh, so do, wild. Okay. Uh, unreal. We'll um, have to be have back then. Yeah, but, yeah. No, no, no worries. But I come home and like the the guys like talk, they're talking about methamphetamine and I had to like find out from somebody else like what the hell methamphetamine <laughs> you was. Asked the neighbors. And apparently he that he had been cooking it in the garage and they like found his setup and stuff craziest story is i don't even think he went to jail for longer than a month and they found all the stuff and so like short you know shorten up the story that's how i found out it was meth but so he,
0: he does go to jail after
1: that he does go to jail for like a month or two okay but then comes back i think my mom bailed him out Or Whatever he doesn't get in uh, any trouble that I can remember from when I was like 14 like nothing happens to him Um, And then after he
0: he almost lights the house on fire burns it down Spends a month or two in jail
1: your mom just takes him back in takes him back in. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this like This guy had that it charisma he had the it look too. like every girl That was born, when my mom was born, like, this guy had that, like, I don't even know how to say it. He almost looked like a a guy straight out of, like, the show Friends. Like a handsome guy that, like, uh, Rachel would bring home or something. Like a Ross, honestly, like a Ross. Yeah. And he had just that charisma, that look, that fun. He had that inner kid in him still. Yeah. It just was, it got channeled the wrong way. Yeah. You know, and he I honestly look back on him like that guy could have been the coolest dude ever. It yeah. just it just, just went the wrong way. Just life. went the wrong way in life. Yeah. And so Yeah, man, that's four, that's like that's like 14. That's how I found that out. My mom's doing yeah, it's just wild.
0: You I assume you don't know, but do you think your mom like knew that he's cooking meth in the garage?
1: I'm assuming she had this time period uh, for like two years where she would just sleep on the couch. Okay. So she would sleep on the couch every night for about two years. And at first I thought it was just cause she had passed out on the couch. Cause I used to, she'd pass on the couch and like her arms like hanging out, you know, yeah, and yeah. I'd carry her upstairs and put her to bed. And then I realized, oh, she's like got her work clothes out. Like she's, she's sleeping on the couch. And so at at some point the loves and drugs started to split them up quite a bit. Yeah. And, uh, I remember the day they split up, man, he had like crashed, he had crashed his car and he had like lost like a hundred pounds. He was like a rail. I remember the day they split up. Uh, man. He had like driven up beside me and was like, Jamie, your mom doesn't love me anymore. I'm like, Yeah, man, what do you expect, brother? He's like, What am I gonna do? I'm gonna be homeless. And I was just like, You gotta just find a way, brother. I don't I don't know what to tell you, man. Yeah. Like you, you, she, she's how old done. are you this time? I'm 17. So junior in high school? Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, She 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 just it's over, brother. Like she it like you dragged it on. And we went to this elementary school. We swung on these swings together, and it was like a real vivid moment of like you and him, you, me and him. And it was like, I'm 17. I've known this guy since I was like eight years old. He loves me, man. He's seen all my all the sports I've played. He went to all the games. He cheered his ass off, even though he's probably high as fuck the whole time. But like to me, like I'm his kid, you know. And I'm and 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 he means nothing to me but like you get older as i get older i'm like man i think about him all the time like i have dreams about him like do,
0: do you ever know what happened to him
1: dude he had he was so high on meth he was in Den- denver at like some homeless camp in denver so high on meth that he had three heart attacks and now he's a paraplegic really that's, Yeah. that's He's a he's I'm a vegetable yeah. and he lives at his mom's house uh somewhere in Colorado and part part of the story if i ever wanted to like write the book it's I go and see him you know what I mean i yeah. tell and I tell him like hey like like you had it like you had it you know yeah. and like if if you don't have anybody in the world but like nothing you ever did to me is personal. I don't take any any of it personal. Yeah. You know, or just, like, give him something. You know what I mean? He can't walk. He can't even feed himself. If I could just give him, like, a, uh, hey, you know, when you were right, you were cool. Yeah. Like, when you were... When, when you were you at were, the sports games. Exactly. for me. yeah. You know?
0: Like, you still have good memories of that. Yeah. Just tell him that.
1: Yeah. yeah. That's was a tough one, man, because he just... Yeah. We even got... We got in an all-out fist fight when I was 16. He came, he came home from a party, and he was mad at me that I didn't put like the toilet paper back on the roll. Yeah, like I still get in trouble for that right now. <laughs> <laughs> just, I do, from too. The lady, I do, right? Too. Yeah, yeah. And he like said something, and I, I just like had enough, and he was like, he was like slapping me in the face, and I was like. Your big guy wouldn't ever do that to you. That doesn't seem like a smart move. Alex is like, he was just slapping me in the face over and over because he was just pissed drunk. Yeah. And then I just, I just, like, literally wailed on this dude to the point of, like, mom screaming, Jamie, you got to stop, you got to stop, you got to stop. And cops, like, cops show up, and I have to, like, bolt to my girlfriend's house. At 16? At 16 and, like, stay the night at her house, and it's just, like, this wild, like... Crazy, you know what I mean? Like just yeah. Well, no, I really don't know what you mean. I've never been no, in no, that no. situation. No, no, no. Yeah, I know, I know. But yeah, that that is crazy. But yeah, and and so that's that's the mom's boyfriend. And at this time, I'm starting. I'm in high school, and I'm like starting to slip. Yeah. Like I'm missing practices, and I'm starting my grades. Wait, what sport are you playing? Football, basketball, baseball, like everything. You're playing all. Of them. Yeah, football was my main thing. Like, yeah. You, and, freshman year i was like oh you're you're going somewhere in football like it was like a known thing from everybody like jamie's playing varsity as a sophomore like it's it's happening
0: i just want everybody to know you can't see jamie but (laughs) jamie's a big boy i'm six foot and he makes me look very small and he's he's got big arms so it makes a lot of sense what he's very good at football but continue so you're like you're going somewhere at football uh
1: and that's like, the, that's, like, the known thing. So I stopped playing other sports, which, looking yeah. back on it, it's, like, the dumbest thing I ever did, to be yeah. honest. And because um, you want to have, like, that well-rounded fun and, like, t- but I just solely focused on football. And now football.
0: What position do you play? Middle linebacker. Middle linebacker. Like, okay. classic, just yeah. bulky
1: meathead, dude. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Um, and that the funny thing about being like a meathead for all those years is I'm actually the biggest nerd on the planet. Yeah, like Dragon Ball Z, Harry Potter, uh, <laughs> Lord of the Rings. Like, like I go to trivia nights for Harry Potter trivia, <laughs> and I always tell this joke. It's like when you look at me, you're like, "What the fuck?" Like, and when I was a kid, it would be like, "Oh, dude." Jennifer's having this huge party tonight, man. Are you gonna be? We gotta all go. And I'm like, dude, it's the release date of the Order Phoenix. Man. <laughs> like, I got, I gotta be. There. I can't miss this. I, <laughs> I can't gotta, miss to I gotta be in line, man. Yeah. You know. And so, uh, but yeah, my, yeah, football, football is everything. I was also a closet, a big closet nerd. Yeah, too. But but you're slipping though. And- I'm slipping on my grades because I'm, I'm. I'm starting to skip and I'm getting real lazy. Why are you skipping? Are you, you going to the mall with friends?
0: I don't know. What do, what do people dude, do? And then we skip. Mom, I promise you, I never skipped. But
1: I'm going and I'm sleeping in.
0: Oh, okay. So you're Every not
1: day I'm like keeping the lights off in my room and I'm sleeping in till like one in the, in the afternoon. When are you going to bed? Honestly, dude, I didn't realize this until I got older, but I had, like, severe depression, and I didn't even know it. Yeah. I I just thought I was lazy. I just thought I was tired. I just thought, I just thought, I got to get some more sleep, man. I don't want to wake up. I had no motivation to get out of bed unless it was football practice.
0: Dude, I I remember when I was back in high school that we had to go to school, though, to be able to participate in practice. Did your school not have that, or did you get around that somehow?
1: You're so into it. It's insane, you're, dude. You're nailing every. You're asking the perfect question. Like, so the the reason I got through anything is this right here, like the ma- like my mouth. Yeah, I could talk my way out of anything and everything since I was two, like like in second grade. Yeah, and so like I could talk the bus driver at the bus the school bus driver out of like getting in trouble on the bus, and then I could talk to the The high school principal out of like getting caught smoking weed on campus. Like, I could talk my way out of anything. Anything. And when I look back on it, I had like these football coaches that I just bluntly lied straight to their face so many times. Yeah. I got a feeling they knew I was lying. I really have a feeling they knew I was lying about how many times can you have a dentist appointment? How many times can you like have like a. You need to get a mole removed. Like, I, I came up with fucking everything. everything. My everything. grandma's sick. You you name it. Like, all these high school coaches knew what was going on at home. Yeah. So, I had a feel like, now that I'm older, and if I had a kid that was having trouble at home came up to me with those excuses, it's like... You kind of want
0: to give them the benefit of the doubt a little do. bit. You yeah. do. Especially
1: if they're a charming young kid who's a freaking talented, and, like... Yeah says all the right things yeah and so that's how i'm getting out of it like i don't know how many games i probably shouldn't have even played in because i'd missed two practices that week yeah but still still somehow figured out how to get into the game you know what i mean or get you know yeah and then like the teachers like for grades like i just bamboozled every every class like I would just at the end when they're like when you had to do your progress reports, I would come out and just be like, I got to get to see what I'll do anything. I'll sleep here on the ground and do any assignment. I'll do a test that proves I know it. I'll do anything, please. And they'd always, you know, just yeah, figure yeah, those, out a
0: way. Those are those were always tough. I remember getting those and being like, hey, what do I got to do? Can you just raise it up for me a little bit? Like, exactly. Yeah, but that's nuts. So going back a little bit. Yeah mom broke up with the girl or uh, the boyfriend yeah. where are you guys living now are you guys in the same place we
1: are in a different apartment complex okay. uh we're in a different apartment complex off walker um off walker road out there by the twalton hills park and rec uh center just this big big sports complex it's pretty pretty awesome little place to for kids to go play basketball and do everything yeah there. but um yeah we're living there and uh junior year of high school, my whole mouth thing finally stopped working. And it's coming up. We had, I'm going to a little high school at the time. And we're coming up on like the two biggest games of the year to go to playoffs. And I have a, uh, I have a 69% you got to get a C to play in the games. I have a 69% in Spanish class. Coach Kersley was his name. And we had this plan to get me out out of that. He was actually the freshman head football coach. Okay. So, you, you know, I'm thinking, I got this. I got this. We're fine. Like, I got the f- football coach is my teacher. He's going to get me the C. I'm going to do whatever I have to do. Yeah. Well, Friday comes comes along. And I give him my like, you know, the will you sign my paper that I'm passing in the class and he writes sixty nine point nine D. And I was like, I, I just I was like, I'm, I'm like, I got to walk out of this room before I do something stupid. And so I missed that game.
0: Because of a sixty-nine point nine. Because of a
1: sixty-nine point nine, but in the greater scheme of life, you couldn't just get a fucking C. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. couldn't get a C. Yeah. Like are you kidding you me?
0: Woken up a little earlier a couple of times, going to class more.
1: Exactly. And so yeah. he gives me that. He gives me that C. I missed that game. My teammates are devastated. Mm. I'm devastated. We lose by like seven points. They're running it up the middle all day on us, and I would have been stuffing all those. You know. Yeah. And so i let my team down and that hurt yeah. bad yeah and even my head coach chris casey which is he now coaches um at george fox university oh, he's an cool. absolute legend um he was even mad like and he's like a by the rules like god-fearing man who do the right thing and he's, he's mad at the spanish teacher he's mad at the spanish teacher that's how much of a competitor he is, though. Yeah. You know, and he, you know what? He should have been blaming it on me.
0: Yeah. But I mean, it's sixty nine point nine. I can I can see both sides there. But right. Yeah, yeah.
1: Right. And uh, next week comes around, same thing, sixty nine point nine. You didn't get it up? I didn't get it up. Apparently, I had busted my ass, but it just it. He said the numbers didn't add up. I miss Beaverton game, we lose, and we don't make the playoffs, dude. And we are a awesome team. Yeah. And they're running it up the middle and our backup (laughs) 140-pound linebackers playing and just getting slaughtered. 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 And I'm looking out there at my brothers, man. We put our heart, sweat, and fucking tears into that season. And I'm looking out of them, and they're just they don't know what to say. They don't want to make me feel bad, but they're literally saying to me, it's your you, Jamie, like, come on, man, like, and, yeah, devastated. Yeah, that's got to hurt. The next day, I walk in to the principal's office, and I straight up say, I'm transferring to Westview, which is the rival school down the street. (sighs) Straight up, the next day, I just transferred schools. You add in you actually in one did day you I transferred did to school because this I wasn't talk, just a i talked my way into it i just was like oh i walked into westview like and i just said oh i we we just got this address my mom always has my back so i go i'm transferring to westview she goes okay use my friend's address i go i need i need the address for westview boom she sends me the address i'm enrolled in another school in 24 hours how is this your junior year this is my junior year
0: That's not, Isn't it fucking crazy? That's wild. Yeah.
1: And my... Like, I didn't even... Like, I didn't have a car to drive myself there. I had one of my friends drive me to Westview. And I was like, see you guys, I'm going to Westview. And it was such an emotional, fast, pissed off decision I made. Yeah. But it ended up being the greatest decision I've ever made. Really?
0: (laughs) Most people, when they say they've made an emotional, pissed off decision... It never really turns out well, but this one turned out well. Three weeks later, guess who
1: I meet in Spanish class?
0: Mackenzie. You met your future wife, wife in, Spanish. in Spanish class after you said, fuck this school, I'm going to a different one. And you meet your wife first day.
1: Like, literally, like, roll into Spanish class and, like, who's that? Who's that cutie pie right there? You know? <laughs> and she, she's a year younger than me and she's like super shy. And I was like trying to like get her to open yeah. up stuff. And it was, it was awesome. And like, even the Spanish teacher, Miss Contreras at the time knew we were like flirting and she was like teaching us how to say like love in Spanish and you're pretty <laughs> and stuff. It was fun, man. Yeah. She, um... She sounds like a pretty good wingman there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. get the wing wingman of the year, wingwoman of the year. Yeah, good for her, good for her. Yeah, man. Whirlwind right there. Yeah, so then you finish up football then and there? So at that time, from my junior season, even though I only played probably eight games, that's when the letter started flowing in, in like phone calls like Portland State, Oregon State, Washington State, like, Pac-12, Montana, yeah. you, you name you it. You got your choices, yeah. And so they're, the, th- the thing is about letters and calls, they're like, doesn't mean shit until you get that scholarship. But yeah. basically, it's like the cool thing where you're the new kid on, I'm a junior, and I'm the new kid on campus a little bit, but I know a lot of people there because the middle school I went to fed into Lowell and Westview. Okay, So, so I already you, know you what's know on the of kids people. from middle school. And like during lunch, like my head coach is coming over and like handing me five letters at lunch, each yeah. day. You so know? You're feeling pretty good about yourself. Feel like a fucking like you're the king of the world. Yeah. You know, and I'm getting ready to go to all these camps like a Portland State and Oregon State recruiting camps, and like things are blowing up. I'm I'm in the weight room every single day. There's um there's this thing called Spark which used to be a test for your, your vertical leap, your 40 yard dash, your like side to side, basically yeah, a combine. Training. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I had the top score in the state of Oregon for like, like linebackers. And like, it was like number five on the West coast. There's, it was, life was going great. Like at yeah. that time. And then, you know, two or three games in senior season comes up and we are like the number one team in the state. Like, we're just incredible. I'm, yeah. I'm playing with all my old best friends from middle school. Like, it's pretty special. Yeah. And then I play Aloha. Yeah. My old team. Go back to the old school. We go back to the old school, and I literally, like, tear every single ligament oh. in my ankle. Like, oh. sh- to shreds against... The former... How do you write the story? Yeah. Of course, it's against them. Yeah, it, can, it could be any other way. It wouldn't make sense. No, and so, oh man, it was terrible, man. I was sitting there on the trainer's table, and all my old teammates were like walking back into the stadium to go back to halftime, and all of them came up and gave me a hug. Yeah, and they're like, "Dude, I'm so sorry." Like they yeah. were like guys that should have been mad at me for, for kind of for betraying me were like there to rivals. pick me yeah, up. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah so. I did that end all the football dreams?
1: It did a little bit. I came yeah. back and I just never was the same. Yeah. you watch if you watch the film just it, I'm explosive I'm yeah. a limping. Yeah. I'm limping in half the games because I'm do, I'm going to physical therapy at 5 a.m every morning before school trying to get right because yeah. I have a, I have an education. I have like my dream like I don't yeah I told my mom I was gonna play college football. I told all this and I'm like trying so hard. To get there, and I'm just stuck. Like I, I just, I'm not the same player, man. The speed that I had was gone. I can't, like, I can't drive off that ankle and like drive into somebody. It's gone. Yeah. So I'm playing on like one leg, and I'm just trying to make it work. And at the end of my senior season, uh, I had like Western Oregon, like these D, these D two schools that I was like that actually looking back on it would have probably been a good time, like Linfield or... um, Yeah, a good time. But I was just... I was so dead set on, like, on Oregon State. Going D1, playing Pac-12. And I just... I was so bummed out that the depression got... It just sank, dude. I just... I literally just stopped going to school. You stopped going to school? I stopped going to school, man. I even... I stopped going to school and, like, I would have... I would have coaches. I like Kenzie would try and wake me up. Kenzie and her little sister Haley would come to my house and they would, they would knock on my door and they would. Are I'm, you dating Kenzie? At this I'm time. dating Kenzie okay. at this time in high school, senior year. And her little sister is like my little buddy. She's like my best friend. She's like fifteen. She's, yeah. It was she back. It was just back. A of, just a sweetheart. Yeah. Just a sweetie. Yeah. And then like little Haley's like Jamie, buddy, if you don't go to school, you can't go to college. And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like Haley. I ain't going gone. to college. Like yeah. I'm not going to college. It's over, yeah. man. All everything I ever worked for is done. And then like. My mom's sleeping on the couch, just drinking so hard every night because she's depressed because she just broke up with her longtime boyfriend. Yeah. And she's going to the little gambling casino bullshit places every night till like 3 a.m. And I'm getting so worried about her. Like, how do you sustain like smoking two packs of cigs and a bottle of wine every night for that long? I'm getting worried like about her health and stuff. And
0: yeah. Do you graduate high school?
1: I don't graduate high school. And here's one of the coolest fucking pull offs of the goddamn decade, dude. I'm in this deep depression. Okay. I start working at 24 hour fitness. And I. And you just
0: dropped out of high school. I
1: just dropped out of high school. I start working at the front desk at 24 hour fitness. At least I can get my workouts in. Yeah. And that starts to bring me out a little bit. Like the fitness, um, health, that's what I'm super into now. That's This is where I start to switch from football guy to like health and wellness guy. And so I'm at the gym and I'm meeting all these positive people. All my coworkers are really cool. It's like kind of this little family sort of thing. It's kind of also weird is during the daytime, most of my friends are at school and I'm at work. In high school, like it yeah. just felt weird. And one of the girls working at the membership desk was like, "What are you? What are you? What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, like what are you? You're like you're a smart you, kid. You're like, 17. You're 17. Nerd you, at heart. Yeah. You just want to be a trainer. Like you just want to be an athletic trainer. It's like, they're. She's like that guy makes like 19k a year. <laughs> like I know he looks cool and he's like good looking and, he's and he buff, pulls girls, yeah. but like that's not what you want to be, Jamie." And I was like, damn, she goes, she went to Oregon state. She goes, where do you, what do you want to do? I go, I want to play football for Oregon state, but I, ca- I know I can't, like, I just fucking can't, just don't have that explosiveness anymore. And it's just that the opportunity has gone. Like they don't talk to me anymore. It's over. Like the season's about to start for them. Like there's no way. And she goes, okay, fuck football. What do you want to do? And I go, I just want to go. I want to go be in college. I just want to be a part of what my friends are doing. Yeah. Most of my friends are going to Oregon State. Having a good time. Having so that a for great yeah. time, dude. And I'm like, I want to be there. So she goes, Let's find a way to get you there. And I go, Lady, I dropped out of high school. You <laughs> I don't, I don't <laughs> have
0: a high school degree. How am I going to get into college?
1: Exactly. Yeah. So I find this loophole online i look up GED. So your mouth comes back in to play here where you can talk your way in anything. Anyway. The math, the mouth comes back in. I go in to see my high school counselor and I go, what score do I need to get on the GED to get into Oregon State? She goes, she like looks it up. She's like, you need like a 789. You can't like, you can't miss more than 10 questions out of like the 300 questions on the test. I go. One thing about me is when I really really want something, if if, if that switch clicks and I think we all have this. I yeah. think every single one of us has this in the world like when that certain switch clicks in you and you're not going to not do something, it's the coolest feeling in the freaking world when you just it does not matter. You're going to go do it. Yeah. So I knew I got to get that score on the test. I study for the GED at Merlot High School, which is the most embarrassing thing ever. It's like the dropout. I had a kid at 14 school. Yeah. Like all the bad kids, gangbangers. Yeah, just just weird. And I'm just studying, studying, studying. I take the test. I miss two questions out of 300. I get the top score in the entire nation on the GED that year. (laughs) That's nuts. And I didn't even know that. Wild. I didn't even know that until my best my one of my best girlfriends, her her dad's the principal at Westview. And he was like, dude, Jamie got like the top score in the nation on that test. He could go to Stanford. He could go to Harvard with that score. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? And so I just applied for Oregon State, wrote him a little letter. And I was I was literally in the dorms starting winter term. December 20th that's wild right like a turnaround like the turn like it just it just went like that and I just it just did it and
0: you graduated from Oregon State
1: I didn't graduate from Oregon State man <laughs> the freaking the freaking the monster got me again dude I wish that was part of the story I yeah. wish that was the happy the happy ending. That, yeah but Oregon State was fun man I I I got what I needed to get out of Oregon State. Okay, like, I mean that's the main part. Amazing relationships, best friends. Like I go to a wedding, you know, every every six yeah. months from that Oregon State. Yeah, family. That's super cool. It's super cool. Yeah.
0: Few questions to end this. Okay. So you and Mackenzie. Yeah. You uh, you guys. Uh, did she go to Oregon State? She went to Linfield. Okay, and you guys yeah. continued dating this whole time.
1: We continued dating the whole time. There were some shenanigans in there, which, which happened with like some breaks, some, some breaks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We were on a break. We're on a break. Back to the friends reference. Yeah. We were on a break. Yeah. Yeah. So that, yeah, a couple of those for sure. But we stayed, we stayed together through the whole thing. Honestly, that's why I came home junior year was just knowing that like, I got to try and make that work and it wasn't going to work at OSU. Like, yeah, it just was not going to work. She was going to Linfield. We were seeing each other once a week. Just wasn't going to work.
0: And now you guys are married. Yep. You guys have one kid who's, as you said earlier, about two years old almost.
1: Yep, yep.
0: And you got number two on the way. Yes. Pretty yes. excited about that.
1: Oh, dude, I'm so pumped, man. I. It's weird, man. It's it's. We like this. We love Tate so much. And we, we work. Like, our team of three, we just work, man. We've got yeah. each other figured out. Now you're throwing in... The x factor into the into yeah throwing the, another one right like i don't know what to expect i have no idea yeah i'm excited though man yeah boy or girl we find out on saturday that's
0: super exciting that's super exciting you will have to have to keep me posted on that one for sure so yeah. you, you guys make it work you get through it mm-hmm. and then couple other questions so you have yeah. tate yeah becoming a father what was that like? Because obviously, your you're real dad, you're, uh, I mean, obviously, we did not set the best example. Mm-hmm. And then, kind of tying in together, too, like, I mean, I assume at some point, because you still call this guy your dad that your mom lived with from when you were two to eight. Mm-hmm. Like, when did you guys work things out? And did that help you become like the father that you are today? Because I've seen you with your kid. You're an awesome dad. Your Thank kid you. loves you more than anything. Like, yeah. you're his hero already. Like, I mean, how, how did you figure that out?
1: Dude, awesome dude, awesome question again. So through all these all these years and all these things, like at nighttime, like probably once every six months, man, I'd have like this just breakdown of like what the fuck is going on? Like I, I'd have this weird um, I had this like story I was telling myself that my real dad didn't want me. You know what I mean? Like, why didn't you chase after me, man? Yeah. Like, why? You just going to let her go like that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, not even a call, nothing. You just let that two-year-old walk out and said, fuck it. I'm just going to do drugs. So, I had this, like, story in my head going for a long time of just not feeling wanted. And then the night of that fist fight with... Rich, my old my old mom's old boyfriend. Yeah. The night of the fist fight, I call my real dad, or not my no sorry yeah. I call dad, my my Selwood dad. Your Selwood dad. Two to eight, two two to eight. Dad, the first time I've called him in almost ten years. Really. First time I've called him in nine years. I call him crying my ass off. My stepsister answers the phone, and she's like. Jamie, are you okay? Like, it's okay, it's okay. And my steps are just an absolute sweetheart. And she's like calming me down. I'm like, I just just need to talk to Tom. I need to talk to Tom. Like, I gotta tell him sorry. Like, I broke that night. We got in the fight, stormed out the door. The first thing I did is call uh, Tom. And, that's, and I talked to my sister, and he, she's like, oh, he's on vacation. I'll tell him to call you when you get back. He calls me when I get back, and we start piecing this thing back together slowly, doing a little coffee here, a little, little breakfast here. Then we started going golfing together every yeah. couple weeks, and we just started piecing it and piecing it and piecing it and trying to have these talks without both of us tearing up. Yeah, and just bawling our eyes out, and like, without you know, and then it finally came. I was just like, I'm so sorry, man. Like, I didn't know what I was thinking. I didn't know, I didn't know when I was saying, I don't want to go to your house anymore. That I was saying like bye to you. I just was like trying to have fun with my friends, Friends, and then I stuffed those feelings. I just tucked them as far down there as I could get them, and just forgot about them. Yeah, and then they exploded one night out they just had to, they just flooded out of me and i go i gotta go i gotta have my dad back yeah you know what i mean and so i called him and we just we pieced it back together and now we freaking hang out every week and he's he's grandpa man
0: dude this this guy like i don't know but he sounds like an awesome guy dude that you know from you lived with him from two to eight he was never even married to your mom and that uh you guys just have this tremendous relationship and you know he's the grandpa to your kid like i mean this guy sounds like just a straight up great guy like there's not many people that like i think would date a woman from for six years and consider their their kid son and even after all these years their their offspring grandpa like that's wild like what a good guy
1: incredible yeah Yeah. he's amazing man
0: You you picked up things from him of how to be a good father. Exactly. And finishing
1: off your question, um, so during those nights of of like wondering where my real dad is, at the same time, I'm saying, dude, the day I have a kid, the day I have a kid, I'm gonna be the most present. I'm gonna be the best dad ever. I'm never gonna miss a game. I'm uh, damn getting emotional just thinking about it. Uh, But I just I was I. My goal has been to be a great dad for so long. Yeah. And, and then I have like... I'm about to have this kid like... Flat, you know, rewind to ago. Kenzie being pregnant a couple years ago. And I go... You're going to keep writing this story. Awesome. Like, universe, God, whatever you believe in. You're going to keep writing this story. Of course, it's a son. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, you know what course, I mean? Of course, yeah. Of course, it's a son right off the gate. And I get to, like, give him everything I didn't have. You know what I mean? I get to, like, just pour myself into him, you know? And just have a blight. He's so fun, dude. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Having a great time with that. Yeah.
1: So, that's kind of that. that and that's where all the the father stuff for me it's like people always message me on instagram or like Don't you dream me? you're the best dad and i really appreciate it and it's like it's awesome but it's like it's easy man it's easy to be a good dad when like that's all you ever wanted to be now i'm just i'm just living the living my dream yeah. and some people's dreams to have a nice car some people's dreams to have a big million dollar house my dream was to be a great dad you know yeah. what i mean so
0: I think that's a, a really good dream to have. So I'm yeah. glad you get to live that dream. For sure. Day in man. and day out. And then a couple other questions, and then we'll wrap this up, though. Yeah. is How's yours and your mom's relationship now? Like, I mean, have you guys worked past all the hard times you had as a kid? Like, I mean, is she involved in your son's life? Like, how's that going?
1: Great question, man. God, you a good question. I love I really this, hit, it, I really appreciate it, man. I really appreciate it. This podcast is going to be awesome, dude. Um, You're going to do well with this, man. You should keep doing this. Thank man. you. Thank Seriously. you. I, I, I really do appreciate that. Um, yeah. That's the coolest come back around question ever. So my mom has embraced the grandma role. Blown me away. Yeah. Out of the park, man. Like, blown me my son loves that lady so much, and she is so good with him, so cuddly, so patient, so just. when she's at the house, that's all she's she's doing. She's not on her phone. She's not doing anything else but she's with Tate. And I work four tens to have Monday off with him. And so that we don't have to do daycare my wife's a nurse she does the little three days work and so we kind of have this cool little system set up yeah and my mom comes over every other Monday and she buys him every single toy that Tate has (laughs) my mom bought it for him (laughs) oh that's nice. every single one that's nice like play sets this and, and she just she's such an awesome grandma and you can see it on in her soul like she's loving it and they, they have the best time with each other. It's like their own little bond. And um, as far as me and my mom, when she broke up with that boyfriend.
0: Back in your junior year, the one
1: who exactly. was cooking math, Yeah, that was cooking math When I moved back from college, I moved back into her apartment. And it was the first apartment where she was her own woman. No boyfriend, fresh start. I'm out of college. Um, I'm trying to kind of work on, on what I'm gonna do next. Um, Kenzie is coming over every weekend and then me Kenzie and my mom's kind of start our own little family yeah and we kind of are starting to heal up everything that's happened and Kenzie's a big part of that and we get our dog Coda I got him when I was super super young he's turning 10 Wow this year and so we kind of get this new family together and we move to this like nice house in Aloha and I'm paying a little bit of rent, my mom's paying rent, and like, my mom starts to lose a ton of weight in a good way. Her drinking doesn't change, but she's starting to make healthier choices. She gets a gym membership. She starts dating around, but not party girl dating around. Yeah. Like real true dating around. Um, and the guys she's meeting are like quality dudes. They're coming over the house. They're looking me in the eye. They're shaking my hand. And she's just growing. She gets this travel job. And she's traveling around the US and meeting people, and like, it's exactly what she needed. She, she bounces back, and then she's back to being Allison Morgan, the lady everybody loves, Yeah. after that tough, tough breakup.
0: Being, being a good mom and being a good grandmother. Being a
1: great mom, man. Yeah. And the thing is, is through all those alcohol times, she always was a good mom. It just might not look like it to certain moms. They wouldn't look at that. Yeah, it's like, probably not this, a terrible mom. Yeah, it's
0: probably not the standard mom, you know, when you think about a mom, but the yeah, love was there. Yeah. You know? I think that's what's, you know, most important.
1: Totally. That the love's there. Totally. And now she's married, been married for four years. Awesome dude. She lives in Battleground on a freaking farm with horses and dude, she had a comeback story too. Yeah. You know?
0: This sounds like the most wildest like thing. We went from just Craziness of meth everything else and it just seems like everything just kind of came together for a happy ending like it's nuts
1: it's it's, like, it's wild man I can't even explain it Yeah.
0: I, I was basically on the edge of my seat this whole time because I had no <laughs> idea how any of this was going to end I was like and it is so nice to just see that there's happy endings all around yeah. even for your mom even for The guy that you call your dad for you, for your wife, for your kid, and number two on the way, and thirty years old, and it seems like you're just crushing it,
1: dude. Yeah, wild, just a fun wild story, and like yeah, just like you said, happy endings, and through the whole thing, it's it's attitude, man. Attitude is everything. Yeah, you got to keep a good attitude, and you got to find a way to get out of the dark hole if you're in it. Yeah, you got to find something. You know what I mean? And if it's fitness if it's health, if it's meditation, it's not gonna be how I got out. It's not medication. It's not like prescription drugs. It's like, you gotta just find a way out through positive people and and, and finding something that works. You know what I mean? Like That's why I try and preach to people as far as like, why do you have such a good attitude, James? Because you gotta practice happiness. You gotta make it a freaking sport you got to make it a, a goal like you can't just you don't show up happy
0: yeah i think that's that's one thing i've seen is happiness is a choice i've seen mm-hmm. that before and i think it's really true like it's not the easy choice to make you can't be you know when you're depressed and something's going wrong it's like oh, i'm going to be happy now it's like yeah, you you got to work at it just like everything else in life so
1: totally yeah
0: i think that's a great way to end it Perfect. this has been awesome everybody i hope you enjoyed this and we're, we're signing off tonight
1: thanks guys
0: Good night. Thank you, Jamie, for joining us.
1: Thanks, man. Thanks for having me.